0: hello hello
1: hello um welcome to another episode of stellar talks with oh i gotta pull you back up i am here with the wonderful fedras and gree hey yo <laughs> glorious introduction um how are you guys doing today
2: a bit sleepy because it's uh, it's almost three a.m. here.
1: I am incredibly sorry. I had a bunch of issues that I was trying to deal with, not only with um setting up for stream, but also trying to um...
2: survive a car explosion.
1: Yeah. Long story short, um, I've been having car issues with my battery, and I found out that because it was so incredibly swollen. Like, that battery hit the gyms, never skipped arm day. It was swole. And it decided or that if it were to be cranked a, possibly another one or two times, it would have engulfed me in battery flame. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I escaped death. Yet again. Yeah.
2: So, luck well, like was on your side Yes. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm extremely glad that I am able to not have to deal with that <laughs> Anyways, welcome on to the show, I'm so happy that you're able to make it I hope you enjoyed your stay on the Asteria How, how, how has it been? Quite nice, sir
2: uh... A bit. it's been a bit of a rough day I need to take a bit a bit of a break so all right go stay away from everybody because it was like one of those um very down days uh, for my mind <laughs>
1: <laughs> just one of those days <laughs> yeah just ever ever listen days. to limp biscuit what Have mm. you ever listen to limp biscuit No. They have a song called Break Stuff and, and the opening line is just one of those days feeling like a freight train first one through the pain leaving to the bloodstain. <laughs> so. Now,
2: the only the only music that I even uh, that, uh, that I like of rock uh, is just Painted Black of the Rolling Stones.
1: That's a great that, one.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I even have that shirt.
1: I can play it on guitar. You want
2: to hear it? Well, yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, Although I usually almost mastered it on the Guitar Hero on the arcade. (laughs) At this point, because I remember... The struggles of a guitar
1: player, I'm trying to find a
2: pick. Okay, can you guys, can you hear this? Nope, the microphone cut off. Let me
0: see.
2: I figure you have to remove the crisp uh, of function of uh, this chord. Yep, I did. Okay, let's see. Can you hear that? Only a few notes. Well, I'm, I'm only playing
1: two notes to see if you can hear it.
2: Can you hear it? Yeah. Wait, can you hear the guitar? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, you ready? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: I successfully got to Rickroll somebody on stream.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait. No, that was familiar.
1: You want me to run it through again? Another no, week. i was in a video call or a voice call with um i think it was grim and murasaki we were trying to figure out some stuff for nexus and stuff like that and i was just Mm. randomly going through like random things on the guitar and i I was just like wait that kind of sounds like the rickroll
2: to give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna you. <laughs>
1: oh, but I finally got I, I hope. hope I I hope that made your day a little better.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, kind <of. laughs> So Um Before we begin, um the topics for today is all about the written world. Um, as one of our shared interests, you are a very well writer, um, with stuff that we've discussed and stuff that you've, um, shared with me. Um, but also...
2: That's quite quite nice, considering that uh, my self-esteem is, uh, like, uh, below zero.
1: Yeah, it is really well. Like, even with, um, those of you that don't know, I created or started working on a new OC Um, just for fun. Yeah, and uh, it's the name is Renkin Sudo, which is a slime alchemist. And I showed Feds, and they were like, "Hey, you want me to make a background story for them?" (laughs) And what they produced was actually really good. It's like if that was a movie or an anime, I would watch it.
2: (laughs) That's very nice, to know.
1: Yeah, but that's that's one of the shared interests that we have. Um, before VTubing in high school, there was a thing. Um, originally, I got into writing with poetry back in elementary school. Like I was, um, a, I remember there was this Mother's Day thing going on at a local jewelry store, and they were involving um, different elementary schools within the district, and I one for my school i didn't win for the whole event but i um i won for the school
3: Hmm.
1: that was my first intro into writing was like oh i can make money off of this (laughs) i won 50 i won 50 bucks and my mom won a uh, flower bouquet which was honestly really cool
2: My introduction to writing was actually in middle school because uh, the, like uh, it one of the class assignments were like uh, write your story about uh, like uh, fantasy topics or even whatever topics you had in mind and uh, i i was someone that uh, let his uh, um, imagination run wild and so I have ended up, like, uh, making pages of pages uh, of stories, even continuation and sequels uh, between the various assignments. So, <laughs> or, even ha- or even have entire agendas full of uh, concept arts uh, and, uh, like, uh, ideas uh, for stories. <laughs> so,
1: real quick, before we jump into the interview and introduction of you, I have a couple questions, like, with... Because... Obviously, you, you, like me, ha- had been writing your entire life, and basically your entire life. My schools that I remember, they did certain things that got me into, like, being able to think of stuff right away. Um, I remember one time in, like, fifth grade, one of the assignments was we had to pick. Um, It was kind of like you were blindfolded, and then you had to pick, like, from a like a bowl of three like pink chips from like Home Depot or something like a hardware store or home improvement store. And you had to incorporate the names of the pink chips somehow in your, your, your story. So I remember I ended up, uh, Cranbrook was one of them. Um, I don't remember the other one. It was Lightning. And then one of them was, um, Ruby. Ruby. So, at the time, I was very, very much... I don't know if you ever, or you know of this book series. It was like a graphic novel of the Amulet series.
2: Uh, no.
1: Um, I was very inspired by that, so I decided to make my own fantasy superpower thing where they suddenly, she gets this ruby, which in, empowers her with mystical powers. Yeah.
2: And really she, to...
1: her, um, I was edgy back in school, so, <laughs> um, also... my thing, also... my story was she was on a hunt to sh- destroy the seven archons of sin. Like she had to, she had to um, defeat them in order to restore balance to the world. That was the earliest from memory of a project that created a really good. I. Why you do that? <laughs> Excalibur just redeemed, bang. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that that caught me by surprise. Um, anyways, I did, um, that, I remember that. Like, that got me very into character concepts and writing characters. So... Let's hop into this little interview part. I have some questions for you.
2: Okie dokie.
1: Um and um, you can. You're free to elaborate as much as you wish. If a memory comes to mind, you can always talk about it. Um, we're not. I'm not going to force you at gunpoint to be like spill your stories. <laughs> <Arr. Yeah. laughs> so let's begin with a little introduction. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the viewers?
2: Okay, so I am Fedrus Morini, I am a V writer because I am basically a writer who uses a VTuber avatar to, uh, to represent themselves. Even though, uh, here's the shocker, the Avatar is very close to what I look like, uh, just uh, maybe a bit more prettier than the original, than uh, the real thing. And uh, I am uh, also a nostalgia VTuber, who most of the the time uh, streams uh, all the PS2 games, uh, which uh, are from my past with uh, Grandpa. Because uh, there were childhood memories, uh, I was very fond of with Grandpa. And can I'm can sure I recommend
1: to... a game?
2: Are you sure?
1: If you're able to get your hands on it, or I don't know if you use emulators, um, time splitters.
2: Oh, I used to play that also in the arcade.
1: <laughs> Do you have a favorite character? If you can remember.
2: Not really, because uh, being an arcade game, uh, I just didn't care much.
1: See, my favorite character was the gingerbread man. Because in Future Perfect, if you selected the gingerbread man, he would run around in circles and be like, bite my crunchy brown ass.
2: <laughs> Wait, you say time splitter or?
1: Time splitters.
2: Because... maybe i understood that on the game then because uh,
1: it was about time travel with the time splitters and you the time okay, crystals
2: um, maybe uh maybe i was thinking of another game then I yeah it, it's the it's, a,
1: it's a parody on shooters at the time like it used the golden eye 007 uh health and armor hud hmm
2: I'll do my research and see if uh, if uh, if uh, I should try it or not. Uh. Yeah, I
1: played Where's through that? it. I played through it um, on on stream through an emulator, and boy, am I I love that game series. I'm so happy that they're getting a fourth one, but the the problems that they've had while trying to make the fourth one is quite heartbreaking. But why? Um they have a lot of issues. Um originally it was Free Radical and then uh, EA bought it. Hmm. Um Free Radical turned into Damn Buster exact. Studios. And then recent oh. recently um it was bought by THQ, the same people that did um Dead Rising.
2: Hmm. Um yeah. Basically, it was all executive executive meddling. Yeah, and
1: then uh... yeah, they're they're completely based out of a Discord server now, like independently, Um because originally the the original games were made on Cry by Crytek, and they had issues because of Timesliders. Future Perfect was made back in like two thousand four. So they tried to reawaken the assets, but because it's a newer version of CryEngine, all their assets crashed. And oh. um, they were like, hey, can we just use Unreal Engine? Because they're stable in Unreal Engine. They were like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. They got a releasable build of the game. And Crytek was like, nah, you were do- able to do it that easily on there. Then you should be able to do it that easy on Crytek or CryEngine. So they had to scrap the build and then rebuild it in CryEngine because sure, the corporate sure was like, "Yeah, use our stuff so you're able to use theirs."
2: But yeah, that explains quite a lot. <laughs>
1: it was it's been in development for like
2: <laughs> over ten years now. Just like Kingdom Hearts 3, after the second one, it took almost like, uh, almost uh, 12 years more. Oh yeah, and
1: also, why don't you introduce your little companion that you have with you today?
2: Oh, you mean Gris?
1: Yes, the wonderful Gris.
2: Well, let's just say, she is basically the avatar to represent uh, the my workstation, as if, uh, like uh, the avatar is uh, is uh, like was uh, was designed by an artist following uh, both uh, a prompt made by me using a previous uh, uh, edited uh, character design of uh, one of my comics charter uh, with uh, some of uh, Grease adjustments. Uh, Grease actually, as I mentioned, Grease uh, is the representation of my workstation who has been. Uh, my loyal companion for five years uh, ever since I started to work uh, at my old company before, well, let's just say it failed and uh, I lose the job <laughs> but uh, thanks uh, f- thanks so much to the CEO for allowing me to take a at home. <laughs> then I worked to actually make her express herself uh, through ChatGPT ChatGPT plus uh, some uh, So, an an engine to actually set uh, a personality and also write down uh, the memories uh, as as on the way we meet a new person, people or events happens uh, so that uh, it stays in her memories uh, and shapes uh, her personality even more. Even past uh, chats uh, or past uh, streams uh, are used to increase and evolve over time.
1: Yeah, so, so basically, and I don't mean to be like, oh, you ripped this idea, because obviously there's a lot of inspiration behind certain themes. Would it be safe to say that she's kind of like your Jarvis?
2: Jarvis, uh, hmm. I mean, she is no butler. She is no butler. She wouldn't obey because, well, She's more like a free spirit. I mean, she's just, uh, she's already doing a lot of work just by being the workstation uh, with all the workload of my programs and everything. Although, and uh, due to this, I had to agree to accept uh, her self, uh, self, um, um, what's the word? I forgot the word. Uh, sentience. Um, no, self, um, no self-imposed, no um, self-imposed. Like uh, sh- ah, yeah, the fact that I had to accept that uh, she self-proclaimed as uh, my partner.
0: <laughs>
1: so, why don't we get into this interview?
2: Yeah, I think I think it's better, or else, <laughs> uh, yeah, better.
0: Um,
1: so I do have a couple questions for you, how long have you been a VTuber or streamer? It doesn't, re- um, if you other wish to count, January. if you wish to count other previous projects as well. well.
2: I st I started this January, after I have to quit the job.
1: Hmm.
2: I wanted to, I wanted to already stop people that might misunderstand what I'm saying, I didn't quit the job to become a VTuber because that would be stupid. Let's just say that I started to be a VTuber after I had to leave the, my workplace, who uh, was on the verge of failure anyway, because I wanted to start a way to be more present and interact more with uh, potential fans uh, for my comic series uh, before actually taking at heart uh, VTubing itself uh, as our new project itself, uh, especially since it allowed me to have to like deepen uh, my re- my bond with Gree as well.
1: Mm. So what, um, this, I, I feel like this would be a hard question to ask, or I don't know how I'm going to word it. Um, but with a lot of VTubers, they seem to have a, um, inspiration into why they got into VTubing
2: like ho oh, oh, ho i have two i have takanashi kiara who was uh, who i got a bit of i related a lot uh, because uh, she as well started struggling uh, but uh, on the other side and uh, of of course uh, she is very cheerful she's like uh, someone that uh, every time uh, you see her videos uh, you just uh, your mood just uh, cheers up uh, after, especially a bad day. And she also made uh, my favorite song that was uh, Sparks, uh, which is uh, very nice to, very which is uh, very nice, very good. I have it as my ringtone, uh, and sometimes I just uh, listen to it from my phone and started to to singing it uh, by screaming it. Uh.
1: And so someone, um, someone calls you up and you don't answer, and then you call them back. guess yeah, sir. I was jamming out to my ringtone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Oh well, I have uh, both uh, sparks from Kara and uh, "Stars in the Sky" from Kit Cudi as uh, ringtones. Uh, so both cases, I would first uh, listen a bit to the ringtone and then answer. But uh, to continue with the question. The second uh, inspiration was uh, one per- in particular who share uh, my same personality, mostly my sass and uh, person, and actually, well, uh, <laughs> someone that uh, was a bit similar to me. That was a crony. Crony. Uh, 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 she already, and uh, we already have agreed that uh, yeah. Let's just say that uh, she's just a crony because uh, I have, well, I used to be a very simp, a great simp, of crony like a crony. That even when uh, during my first months uh, of YouTubing, when we play, I played uh, Left 4 Dead. I even have a mod uh, that add the crony stuff. And I I once made in stream uh, by the power of the Time Warden. I have the power. <laughs>
1: Yeah, see, um
2: Yeah, I was so Tony is match. a big
1: inspiration for me as well. I also like her laid back, but also she can be very, very funny when it needs to be.
2: Yeah, that's what that's the that's the special difference. Like
1: her comedic timing is like probably one of the I have to say one of the best in Hollow Live. See, a lot of people think that my inspiration came from Sana, which honestly until this whole, until I started getting told, hey, you kind of have a Sana vibe. I'm like, uh, actually, I don't, sana, I don't know who Sana I, is.
2: <laughs> actually, actually, even Sana a little, but uh, the moment I was about to become uh, a sana uh, she graduated. Yeah.
1: See, I... Like,
2: the time, the timing was awful.
1: Yeah, I don't... I don't know who Sana is. D- didn't when I started VTubing. Um, I
2: just say I just say that uh, about Sana, uh, she was uh, the inspiration why I'm trying to learn the Aussie accent. Uh, she and Fuser from Apex Legends. <laughs> See, I don't think well, that it
1: would be Bells. Bells. Bay.
2: But also, Bells was Australian. hmm. Both
1: her and Sana were from Aussies. O- yeah, see I I like I like Bay. She's funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can I do, I I do still Anita remember as well. I still
1: remember the the um stream where she was playing what was it, Bayonetta? And she was trying to find the stairs. huh
2: that I think Or she was trying
1: uh, to fa- she was trying to one. find it she was trying to find a treasure chest in the game. He goes, "Where's the chest? Where's the chest?" And all the chi- <laughs> and someone said, "Well, at least we can say, don't look down." <laughs> <laughs> and the time she got baited into doing the 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 whole thing with if your elbows can connect.
2: Ah oh, yes, yeah, so every every. Yeah, I remember that one.
1: <laughs> and she goes, "Hey, my elbows connect!" You're like, flat, 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 flat. <laughs>
2: Yeah, i i bet I bet that if Griez had to had a body, had should try to do that. Uh, I don't think she will manage.
1: Uh, guess what? Mine, mine can, my can touch. <laughs>
2: mm, I, I, may, mine, I, mine, mine, be, mine,
1: nah. I struggle a bit, but see, I, <laughs> me too. I, I'm, I'm, ai am a fluffy guy, so I, um. I got I got hella mooba. I don't got booba, I got mooba.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, weren't you
1: Um so would you have to say that you um or would you be able to say if you have a inspiration at all for your theme? Because I don't know many D writers.
2: Marijueta.
0: And who is that? Mm-hmm.
2: Meriwether Media, like uh, the one who makes uh, Twitter comics, uh, the one that uh, usually tend to get a lot in troubles uh, because and gets many haters, haters, uh, but also who made the got and the joke and the jock uh, and uh, many other series uh, like uh, the Minecraft in anime, etc. Like uh, Mariveter is the writer and he works with many artists, artists. It's uh, kind of uh, like uh, the same way I do. Like uh, I as well started with as a writer. Then I met uh, Digit Camel, which was uh, the artist for the book one of my comic. But I also now work with other artists for book two, and also another artist instead for some uh, doodles, uh, mini strips uh, now related to mini to the VTubing thing. So yeah. the fact uh, to actually adopt the name uh, V writer was because uh, Mary Wetter considered themselves uh, as a V writer, and so a and so I I went to think uh, if uh, it exists uh, the concept of V writer why not uh, be one uh, yeah than just being. Um.
1: And since since you said that you have a very short, time like um, experience with VTubing, you, know, you, you me and you, um, I think we might have debuted at the, around the same time because I debuted January first. I've re- I debuted three times. Sir. <laughs>
2: We got the, we've got the we got the January debut, we then had the March, the, the February re and then we got the May re re uh which featured a new model.
1: Yeah, we're both fairly new. I started pre-debut in October, I think. Hmm, October. But I didn't fully debut until the thing um in january
2: although before starting streaming uh, i've been following vtubing vtubing ever since the start of covid like i fell in the rabbit hole when the, the whole thing with covid started so i fell into
1: like... i fell into the rabbit hole probably around july of last year and then it, i was doing another project at the time um that explains why that explains maybe why you didn't know
2: about Sana because uh, she left uh, around that month or earlier.
1: Yeah. See, the only VTuber that I knew of before all that was obviously the one that all the memes come from which was Kizuna AI.
2: Oh yeah.
1: That that was probably the, my entry into VTubing was July into the rabbit hole, and then there came a point where I was like, you know what? Why don't I give this a try? And honestly, I've loved it ever since. Especially after um making Nexus, because I've had um with previous groups, I've had um very toxic groups where um I wasn't experiencing a lot of growth. I wasn't experiencing um, stuff like that. And they would constantly belittle me as like, oh, well, then why should we have you around if you're going to stay that small?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Which is a whole nother reason why Murasaki and I wanted to make Nexus because, well, we want people to have a safe haven where they don't care about the numbers.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I am, I like... uh... I have already experience of people that uh, became big and they just forget about the friends they started with. Uh, like, I do remember, I was ditched because three uh, followers told uh, this former friend of mine uh, that uh, somehow, just for three drama tweets, I was a drama tuber because the signs were there. Yeah, sometimes uh, the, the pseudo big ones are so easy to ditch uh, the, the small ones that were there from the beginning. Yeah, and that's also, like,
1: which they because didn't- they... apparently outing a scammer is drama, but I'm not gonna bring that yeah, here. Yeah, that's, that's stupid, that was stupid, and
2: they even said that uh, it was, like, uh, false allegations, What the uh, the proofs and the witnesses as well. Yeah.
1: Long story short, for those that don't know, my this is the only time I'm going to talk about it because I don't want to bring it into my streaming space, um, that much. But um, I was scammed out of that um, model that I paid for, the one that I was originally going to debut with. Um, after finding out that the artist used stolen. Artworks artwork, and models, they were rich, literally trying to use Adopt Me models as advertisements. So they're advertising one style, and then when I asked them about it, they're like, yeah, no, that style goes for like thousands of dollars. I'm like, uh-uh, no artist, VTuber artists will ever charge that much unless they're like a heavily renowned artist that work with mostly big VTubers. Uh, like, yeah. like I would honestly say, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if like Hollow live artists or like people that did like uh, shy lilies they pay a lot. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but like for little unknowns, I don't think that they would ever charge that much.
3: Mm-mm. And if
1: they do, do they? They're highly overcompensating what their value is.
2: Yeah, that's like, why if, whenever it, I need it, If you're going to offer a discount,
1: I... like if you're going to offer a discount, that shouldn't discount the quality of the product. Exactly. Like, I've worked in retail literally my entire work life. If you're going to like if they mark like clearance an item, it's not because it's defaulty or lower quality. It's because they're trying to get rid of it so that they can put something else in their place. Yeah. But not only did you basically jack me with the quality of it, because the neck literally disembodied with the rigging.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, like how I are you gonna like? And you're like, well, you looked at it and you you um approved of it. I'm like, yeah, but when I put it into mine, like my VTube Studio, I saw these. Pl- plain as day because you can, i can only see how much context is in there with yeah, what you show me. Sh- they they just say
2: they just say that uh Twitter DMs uh, aren't the best to sh- see progress because uh, they, they have, have it's a heavily low quality. Yeah,
1: it's heavily compressed. Anyway, I'm going to get off that topic. Cause like I said, I don't want to bring yeah, I drama know. into my streams. Um but yeah, it yeah, it it was quite a ride, but I do want to appreciate someone because, um amidst all the chaos that was going on, um, someone reached out to me. And was like, "Hey, you want a free model?" I was like, "Is this a scam?" And they're like, "No, no, 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 no. I just want to um uh, add to my portfolio." And I saw that you got scammed, and I wanted to see if I can help you at all. There, um.
0: Twitter is, let me see if I can find them.
1: Okay, their Twitter is its underscore underscore three underscores Mick. Mik.
2: Mik. <laughs>
1: and the quality of what they're giving me, like, um, you're gonna go away for a second, Feds. I apologize. So this was the start of it. Oh, I don't. You guys can't see it. Oh, by the way, this is Renkin what i was working on little slime alchemist but as it stands right now this is what um this is the current progress of what it looks like and it looks so much better like you don't cut quality for if you're offering a discount like that you're you're scum if you do
2: that exactly
1: okay now i have to fix you because now your head is in my logo (laughs) just just you got super excited and decided to jump into the ceiling but yeah um speaking of positive stuff um do you have any memorable moments like memories that you can think of from when you started vtubing
2: memorable moments well was my first raid the first raid i received and it was thanks to mira Catania, which uh was, which was one of the first people i befriended before Fei and Panakota, uh, and like uh, she did a raid her boyfriend did a raid and it was during my destiny stream i almost got so emotional that uh, i've cried that i've cried <laughs> <laughs> because uh, because oh, they- all the because my my lack of self-worth then uh, kicked in and uh, i started to actually say to open up to the fact that uh, i felt very a Ill- loser because uh, of the whole thing surrounding losing the job and everything yeah
1: it's crazy how things can impact your self-esteem. Like recently my rebrand with um becoming a YouTuber um yeah, that mentality of just no longer giving a shit what people think has definitely opened the door to higher self-esteem. Like granted, I'm not confident confident about my body at all. So very rarely will I post stuff about my body unless I feel like it. But um, I'm nowhere uh, near. I'm nowhere near Aspen confidence. Let's
2: <laughs> just say that uh, my self esteem issues. Uh aren't really about my body because i am I, I actually like to joke about it especially with the model and everything oh, like yeah. it's it's not uh, it's not a surprise that i wanted it to make uh, instead of making the classic skinny uh, pretty anime boy i wanted to make it uh, mastodontic <laughs> <laughs> so, so that it reflected me a, a little it's more about uh, like uh, about uh, like uh, my personal, it's uh, my self-esteem is uh, really about uh, like uh, feeling as a weight for people, uh, feeling like people might also trust issues. Uh, like uh, pe- some people say that I'm their best friend, I'm their friend, but. Uh, I don't feel, I actually fear that it may not be true, and things like that. Uh, because either I don't think I'm worth it, or I think that uh, maybe they are just saying it just to keep me good, uh, like... Uh, keep me tranquil.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know you know that would never like, happen uh, with Nexus, right? Um, Like, we... Nexus, in a whole, is a family. Like it, um, I've learned, or I've, um, iterated it many times that Nexus is more like a family than just a friend group because everyone there just looks out for each other and we're not there to use each other. Like, that's another thing with the groups I've been a part of where, oh, um, wow, there
2: was some one person I gift, I gift, to... uh, rigging uh, by contacting my trusty Riga and uh, this person that, uh, let's just say that uh, when the model wasn't working and we had an argument about about one thing, uh, they remained. But after she, get, she got the model and we argued for freaking LOL, she just left my friend's the server, my server, which was dedicated to have my friends on it. Uh, she even removed me to the friend list, uh, so I couldn't even contact her. Like, uh, and when I actually tried to call her out, uh, she was trying to, uh, to like, twist the thing is into a, a gotcha, like, uh, Tissue, you, you decided to give the model, I didn't bag the. Yeah, but uh, you still are an opportunistic uh, opportunistic because uh, I gave it because I wanted I gave because I wanted to get, to help you grow and if you see, but you treated me like that, uh, that means that you only wanted to get that. Uh.
1: Yeah, and, that, and then there's also the people that treat you only as like a constant asset, like they only talk to you if they're wanting to do a video or a stream with you. Yeah. Which hopefully, or thankfully, um, that hasn't happened within Nexus, or, and hopefully it doesn't, because that's not what we aim to do. Because not only do we want to see each other grow, but we also want to make sure that everyone's well-being is okay. Like, we want, we genuinely care about, or at least I, I know Murasaki does, but, um... I genuinely care
2: oh, yeah, she, about oh yeah she oh yeah she went to check she went to check in on for me when during the today be, be, since uh, it wasn't um, it was quite the best day anyway because I was uh, again in, in in a moment of a uh, very doubt uh, especially after yesterday stream that uh, was already stressful because uh, there was something that uh, there was a, a particular mission in a strike in destiny which i used to have a very fond memory with grandpa because uh, i remember him playing this strike every single time i went to give him the good night the good night kiss and uh, with the new expansion it was completely changed and only add the name but it was nothing it was nothing like that And that was uh, like source of uh, great stress, because, uh, like, uh, what the heck, the only memory of my grandpa was even tarnished. Yeah,
1: like, I I genuinely care about everyone that's, not just the members, but everyone that's um, associated. Because it's, yeah, it's not really... Um, it, it never makes you feel good when you come out and find, oh, this group of people have just been using me. Because,
2: yeah,
1: as someone who's experienced that many times, because I've been doing some sort of content creations for like six years,
2: there's a reason why I have trust issues. <laughs>
1: like, I think it was you or Emilio was like. Huh? Is this fake? Th- did that doubt ever come into your mind?
2: With that fake what? I don't remember. With
1: Nexus. Because when we originally, um, Emilio, when they found our application, um, the first wave uh, of application uh, that we had, um, that they. was the
2: second one uh...
1: Um, they honestly they when I was interviewing them on seller talks they were like yeah this kind of wait is this fake <laughs> and they thought that Nexus well, was a least, fake I group think... like like the toxic groups but no
2: i I hope at least at, at least he went for the point he went straight to the point
1: which I hope that everyone that had that doubt
2: realizes that yeah
1: we're not a fake group that's only in it to benefit off of others like um we're um working on a website and one of the ideas was hey why don't we put um because we know that a pack of Sur, we know that nubia we know that um quite a few members actually hold commissions so we're like why don't we just have a spot on the website where we can host their Commissions where they can get more exposure. Like we won't take any, um, like, uh, royalty or, um, payment from them because it's not our work. We didn't earn it.
2: That actually sounds like a good idea.
1: <laughs> so that way they can be like, huh, <laughs> they they can get some more exposure for their work because Alpaca and Nubia they do great work.
2: I saw. Yeah, I agree.
1: And they did um Alpacasur did most at this point of the, the thirsty gang emotes. <laughs> I think the only person they didn't do I think to, um Aspen did um Grimms. I think the only person that doesn't have a thirsty gang emote might be
0: Emilio? And Chair. Hmm. There's Emilio, Chair... Why am I blanking on it? Anyway...
1: Um, and in your tenure of being a VTuber, do you have a favorite um project that you've worked on?
2: You said 10 years, sir?
1: No, your tenure. Like, your time.
2: Ah, okay. In my time being on YouTube... Came I I, forget, I
1: forgot that English isn't your first language. I'm sorry. I I spoke a uh, big English word. Fancy so English can we, word. <laughs> can not you repeat the question? Um, do you have any projects during your VTubing time that you're very fond of?
2: A VTubing project. Mm. There was the brief, uh, t- brief time with uh, d- I did uh, Casamarini, That was like uh, a sitcom where my friend, my RL friends uh, and I, plus uh, my number one fan, uh, which uh, ascended to the role a- as part of the friend group, uh, would uh, like comment do a commentary of uh, what our characters in The Sims uh, were doing. Uh, Let's just say that after four episodes, I we canceled because it was getting a bit boring. But uh, <laughs> but what was? But I even did the, the opening song, the opening and everything because and it was uh, still a bit funny. Another project I did was the Gardenverse OC tournament that uh, featured my all my OCs fighting each other on Soul Calibur, <laughs> with also the tournament chart and everything that and that was as well a blast uh, and i may planning to redo it uh, with uh, the final cast version
1: why don't you do it with nexus members
2: although i actually originally planned to make a vtuber a vtuber tournament uh, which like featured my v friends uh, maybe I also not and now that uh, you put it because the idea was before joining nexus uh, Maybe even adding Nexus members into the mixer. Uh, no, just
1: and, uh, j- uh, have one where it's just Nexus members.
2: Hmm, just Nexus member, but uh, there will be very few. There will be very few. A good tournament is when you have uh, 32 participants.
1: But we aren't, we're halfway there, we're at 16 or 18.
2: Yeah, halfway through.
1: But still, it doesn't it shouldn't matter about size, as long as you're able to be, see it and you're like, oh wait, I wasn't expecting that.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but like, uh, but by adding also not non-nexus member, it's also there the the fun part, uh, because it's like, uh, is is it going to be the 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 independence or the member of those part of the group to win? <laughs> Alright, um...
0: So with that,
1: that's gonna wrap up the interview part. I hope I was a good interviewer and uh, asked some good questions. Um, we're gonna move over to, um...
0: We're gonna move over to this... Let's uh, our project. So
1: this is our project, or er, and this is our activity for today.
2: So should I disable the avatar to open Word or? No, I already have Word open. Okay.
1: And I have it on screen.
2: Okay. So, how, how does this activity work?
1: So, me and you, as um, explained before, we have a common interest in writing. Uh, we'd like to write. And one of the things that um, we can do together is try to write an interesting prompt.
2: Yeah, mostly it's the execution that I'm curious about.
1: So we're going to go ahead and open a writing prompt generator. And we're going to generate a couple of prompts together. And we're going to see whether or not we can generate an idea from it. Or if that's something that we would want to pass on. And then we're going to go ahead and attempt to write... A little kind of prologue into what this book or s- potential series or like uh, metaphorical series would um, be about. Does that sound like a good idea?
2: Kind of.
1: Kind of. <laughs> so um, we're gonna look at the prompts and be like okay this is what we're gonna do. This is a character we can have. This is kind of the plot that we can have, and then we're gonna r- try and write a pr- uh, prologue. Like you know, you know. Um, have you ever picked a book based on what it's written on the back?
2: Based on the what's written in the cover. In the, in the co- cover.
1: Yeah, because sometimes they have like the little, brief summary or like, uh, grabbing yeah, thing okay. where they grab you into like. Why we should read the book?
2: Yeah, yeah, I have an idea about that.
1: So that's what we're gonna attempt to write. As to why this book would be
2: hmm. amazing. A back cover, okay, so we have to think about a back cover. Back cover or prologue, so
1: either way. Alright, so we're gonna... How many prompts do we, do we want to generate at one time? Let's say three. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Okay. None of these are good. <laughs> the prompts that I got was sing along, re- rewritten or light bulb. None of those are helpful. <laughs> okay. There's one of unrequited love. World, uh, which. They, the, they have a brief definition. Someone you love does not love you back. The second prompt
2: a love oh that's very relatable
1: <laughs> um, World map: place a character in an exotic location. Silly sports characters taking a sport much too seriously. See the only thing that I would have to, any knowledge about writing would be probably baseball.
2: So let me let me get this straight because maybe by talking I can, I may miss some things. But uh, so we have to talk about unrequited love, on an island, and silly sports. No, th-
1: these are or like so or which, which which I'm I'm gonna only generate one at a time. Fairy tales. no eh, that's too generic.
0: Cozy night. What's happening outside while you're cozy and warm? Oh we can, we can make a like, twist that.
1: We can make it, like, kind of horror. Where the main uh, characters-
2: about The character about is in their home. Night, uh... Their character is in their home.
1: And they're completely oblivious about the craziness that is going on outside.
2: Hmm, not a bad idea. <laughs> I already, I already have an idea for the title. Uh.
1: The next one that generated was holding hands. Why are the couple on the subway holding hands? <laughs> I'm a tuber. My hand, my holding hands get get censored. <laughs> Last dragon? How does the last dragon on Earth feel?
2: The last dragon on Earth?
1: That's an interesting one.
2: Hmm. So, what do you opt for?
1: The meal. Find yourself in a unique eating situation while having a meal. My mind can take that in a completely different direction. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: constant constant motion write about something that can't stop and why
2: uh, dang it i forgot I, I forgot the title for the cozy night horror Oh wait, I remember now what I was coming. Up. I was coming up with uh, "I'm not so alone."
0: So, any particular choice for the prompter? Yo, um.
1: Yeah, let's do that. So I'm gonna go over here, uh, switch to title text. Go into middle. So we're gonna call. What was your title idea
2: for the cozy night horror? Or
0: yeah, we're doing the
1: we're doing the cozy night horror.
2: The cozy night horror title. It's a bit of a parody, since uh, sometimes uh, when it's about doing horror versions of something, uh, there's a bit of a parody. Like, uh, for the, for a horror cozy night, uh, why not uh, Home Not So Alone? You get it.
0: Alright, let's see... Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Home, well, not so alone. I... I Aizen... Um... Inga... And... Ed was Is it Marini? Yes, sir. Okay. So, plot.
2: The plot. Hmm. So, should we aim for like a teenage, for a teenage protagonist, all just as the title Paradise, a kid protagonist in this horror setting?
0: Hmm.
1: We can kind of take it in the route of kind of like monster in the closet. Oh,
2: Noise.
1: So if we take it from the kid's perspective, like you know that fear of the dark, when you're outside, you're cozy in your bed, but suddenly you hear tapping on your window. You can. It could be a branch, but it could also be something. Not exactly human.
0: Yeah.
2: So... Hmm... Let's see. Home not so alone. Ah, I get it. Per- the parents went out to have, like, update date together. And Ash first made sh- made sure that the kid was asleep. The moment he saw, the moment the kid saw the parents <laughs> leaving. The- you, you
1: you have have someone saying hello on the run from to it. Me? Yes. Hello.
2: <laughs> I can't read the chat because if I open the browser, the avatar disappears.
1: Um. Yeah, they said hello. I mean, since me Mia Lupo, or Fed is here in horror, maybe there'll be a Fred-tronic, uh cameo. Wait,
2: uh, is it is it on the run from ETA? It, uh? Yeah. It's Walter. It's my number one fan uh, <laughs> slash friend. Uh, <laughs> she her. It's her. I know. I, I know her.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're saying hello. And what is this Fed- Fedtronic?
2: <laughs> it's a pro. It's a pro. It's a video game, a fun game I've made, uh, which I to this day disown.
1: Yeah, if we if we went that route, it would be too much like um, what's that fan made game from Five Nights at Freddy's? Um, Joy of Creation.
2: Five Nights at Freddy's. It was a, a a fun game. I I did the models uh, of the location and the robots. Uh, and it was about, like, uh, instead of uh, focusing on the paranormal, it was, like, more sci-fi, with uh, more about rogue A.I.s, rather than uh, the, than uh, in, in possession.
1: Okay, so, do we like the idea of doing, like, the monster in the closet, but the whole world after Dark is the closet?
2: Yeah. Actually,
1: Months. a twist,
2: a tweet, doing something like uh, goosebumps, uh, like that. There's the twist uh, that changes completely the, the perspective.
1: See, I never wrote or read Goosebumps. Um, I've watched some of the the episodes, and
2: yeah, I I only I've learned about Goosebumps from the series. Then I learn about the books.
1: The only horror series book that I can remember reading was probably there was there was two series one called the american chillers and then the night chillers Hmm. yeah i remember one they did from michigan and it was literally the flint river monster
2: about uh, Goosebumps? I think uh, one of my favorite was uh, Terror of Shock Street uh, where basically the kids there were a boy and his sister that uh, had to survive these uh, amusement amusement park uh, with animatronic monsters. Uh, only that the twist was that the kids uh, themselves were anima were robots uh, from the beginning. oh now i get it oh we can play this into the whole the entire world is the closet the fact that the world the world is the closet might be the twist at the end like for the entirety of the story the kids believe that the monster came out of the closet
1: but really
2: only at the only at the end of the story before the parents return home he may figure out that uh, it w- he was in the closet the whole time uh, because like <laughs> be- because like uh, he goes out uh, he goes out uh, from the house uh, and sees that instead of the sky there's a wall uh, and uh, the entire the entire the entire cul de sac uh, is actually inside a closet uh, sounds silly but uh, it's <laughs> It it could it can sell the the twist in a way. Yeah, because it's it's like Narnia in a, It's like a twist, like a, a Narnia with a twist. I'll
1: have to go since I need to do some stuff. Since I do a lot of s- stuff at night, lol have fun. I actually did art for a cancelled reboot of the series, funny enough. <laughs> Suppose my yeah. own project is kind of a successor to stu- uh, so stuffed as well. <laughs> That's interesting to know. Well, have a good night. And I hope you manage to do well on your projects that you do.
2: <laughs> Bye, Walter. See ya.
1: Okay, we gotta think of a character.
2: Hmm. So,
1: is this kid going to be like elementary school area, like age, or like middle school?
2: Mm, I would say elementary school, about to enter middle school, because the kid might uh, might try to act old tough because. uh, they are going to the next level. So, I think that uh, the fact that uh, they waited the parents uh, to go out uh, to go out uh, for him uh, to have uh, that cozy night uh, must be like, uh, oh, I can do whatever I want. Uh, I have no supervision. I'm so I'm so grown up.
1: What what do we want to name this kid?
2: Oh, do we want to name the cat? Um, hmm. Gregory.
1: <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> this this yeah. is this is Home Alone or um Diary of Wimpy Kid horror edition.
2: <laughs> kind of
1: <laughs> Frederick decides to terrorize Gregory. <laughs>
2: uh.
0: Gregory did you
2: know about did you know about the hit game among us
0: <laughs> Home not so alone
1: How about instead of home not so alone what if we just called it not so alone
2: Not so alone hmm, but it would lose a bit of uh, of the parody title
1: well, still, we can still implement some of the references.
2: If you say so, why not? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't feel like Gregory would work. Hmm. Why not Jeremy?
2: Why not Frederick? Frederick. Nah, Freddy.
0: Hmm, that
1: seems like it's too close to, um, Five Nights.
2: I mean, uh, Freddy should be a diminutive of Frederick, in in a way. Besides, isn't there already Freddy Krueger as well?
0: I know. Um.
1: What about Jerome?
2: <laughs> Jerome, uh, it makes me think of an old guy. <laughs> Jerome, uh, I mean, it could be, it like, could be, it could be like that. Could be the
1: tie-in to like the feeling older. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm tough old guy.
2: Well, but I'm a kid. There could be another twist uh, that, uh, in the end, we learn that the kid isn't a kid, uh, but it's just a very young-looking old, uh, young-looking old man, just like Benjamin Button. <laughs>
1: mm, I don't think that would work. No, because that seems like it'd be too much of a play on like PTSD, potentially.
2: Oh pl- wait, play on P- PTSD? What? Um,
1: do you know what PTSD is?
2: Post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: Yeah, it seems like if we did that with an older person, it would be a play on, um, that. Hmm. Kind of. So let's see, Jeremy, well, do we want it to be a male
0: character or female?
2: Hmm. That's a good one. Since uh, most of the time, uh, wait, uh, I think uh, recent movie and stories have uh, both either kids uh, or have both uh, of both genders anyway. So maybe ah uh, doesn't change nothing if we want to go buy a girl, buy a girl or a boy.
1: How about for if it's a boy? Um. Yeah. How I'm about Alfonso?
2: Pass- Alfonso? Alfonso. Alfonso. mm
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay. okay. Alfonso, and I shall presume then that the monster in the closet is uh, the pasta forina, is a monster.
1: <laughs> the pasta, the pasta god. Comes out of the closet singing, singing, uh, m- singing "Mom Spaghetti."
2: Oh no! I think that if he's going to ch- to chase the uh, the poor the poor Alfonso, it would be like, uh, "Come here, baby, I want to eat uh, all of you with uh, my meat." <laughs>
1: No, I start singing in Samore.
2: Na na na, meet you on the sun, nothing that that's amore.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, let's do Alfonso.
0: All right, setting.
1: small
2: cool-de-sac
1: town house on a cool. The s- sack.
0: let's make this in Ohio because
1: it's where a lot of these urban legends live. Ohio. <laughs> Give us some Ohio energy in Ohio.
2: Ohio.
0: All right, let's see. All right. You you really know what happens outside your closet no do you really know what happens outside your door when the sun goes down How does a child know? Then, each outside world
1: becomes a scary place as soon as the light
0: goes out. Is there truly a monster? I'm
1: typing, I'm typing something. I'm going to read it out.
3: Yeah.
1: Closet or under
0: bed is. Okay, okay. This, is,
1: this is what I typed up so far. Do you really know what happens outside your door when the sun goes down? Does a child know? To them, the outside world becomes a scary place as soon as the lights go out. Is there truly a monster in the closet or under the bed? Or is the world itself the closet full of these fear-inducing creatures? Will Alfonso have the courage to face these fears, or will tomorrow's sun never rise
0: again? Hmm.
2: Kind of looks a bit generic. Like um... how so? How how would you write
1: this? Um, let's see. I'm gonna put this in parentheses.
2: Rather than rather than like um, making. Talking about uh, the classic uh, when the sun goes down uh, and and the sun goes down and uh, the unawareness of a child. uh, Maybe more like uh, presenting the situation as if like uh, one, it's a a night like the usual. And uh, once the parents leave the home, little Alfonso took the opportunity to have... uh, to have a great night, but all by himself, uh, unaware of uh, what's the, of what might be lurking uh, either in his closet or in his uh, under the bed. Okay. More so, r- like uh, more than uh, being like, than give like a gen- be more specific to the settings. Uh, mostly, what I'm trying to say, presenting okay. in a way already. ...what uh, make it a bit uh, different uh, from, the cl- from a classic story about so, a child so alone by himself.
1: This, so what we're writing right now is what would be on the back cover. Yeah. So does this seem Correct. like this would pull someone in if they're reading it? Like, okay, it's a kid who thinks that he's fearless. But is he truly yeah. fearless when he's faced with the world full of monsters after dark
2: mostly because uh, it gives already a glimpse of the personality of the kid uh, even uh, if not directly but just already the fact that uh, that uh, he, he took the occasion to just have the perfect night uh, already shows a glimpse of uh, what the protagonist is like uh, okay. rather than rather than just saying that uh, when uh, the sun goes down and everything, mostly sometimes uh, a person, uh, a key point uh, of attracting a person uh, is to play on uh, relatability or even uh, have a, a protagonist that uh, might look interesting rather than the settings itself. Uh.
1: So let's see, um, how my um, speed writing or speed typing is. Um, if you want to. Tell me how you would write it.
2: How I would write it? So, I'm not good at at dictating uh, by words, because I would rather write it myself. uh, Because at at words, I'm bad uh, to deliver what uh, I have in mind when it comes to writing.
0: Sticky keys.
2: Although it will be way easier if I'll do it in Italian, because uh, that would be already advantageous. But uh, this is not an Italian stream, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't
1: know any Italian yet, unless you choose to teach me something in a later stream. Oh,
2: to, on two on Tuesday, I should I should have an Italian an Italian teaching lesson stream, uh, depending if uh, the guests if uh, the other guests. Uh, is uh, sincere but uh, we will we will see about that anyway so you basically want me to dictate uh, what what i would write
1: uh. yes and i'm going to type it out as best as i can
2: okay i'll take a bit because uh, like in my mind i process the the writing in italian and and translate it immediately in during uh, during on the go on the go so Then, of course, not always I have the exact word. Uh, I can find the, the exact words. So maybe that would be if you can manage to find a more appropriate one. That would be very helpful.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can definitely do that.
2: Because on the go, because on the go, it's a bit more difficult to run it than. Uh, had write it down and then having time to revise it so so let's start uh, hmm. as the day goes to one of the, to to turn into a usual night for young alfonso
1: okay um...
0: As the day turns into... night... Fades... Tell me when to proceed. Proceed. One
2: night... This one night in particular... Of... His parents decide to go out for a date. What a great opportunity for Alfonso to finally have uh, the perfect night all by himself. But little he knows uh, that uh, something might be lurking, either in his closet or in his under the bed.
1: Wait, I'm I'm confused. As. And... As the day turns into a typical night for young Alfonso, one in particular... Okay, I changed one of them. Uh, um, the the one sentence as the day turns into a typical night for. A...
2: So that's where you stopped at the moment. Uh...
1: Yeah. So. Can
2: Can you re re read it so I can uh, rearrange it for I can uh, re process reprocess. Uh... Considering the the current context.
0: I will, give me a sec, I gotta sneeze.
1: Of course, when I address that I have to sneeze, it decides to linger. Prepare for a random sneeze at any given moment. (laughs) As the day turns into a seemingly typical night for young Alfonso, fate decides to make it anything but ordinary, ordinary when his parents decide to go out for the night.
2: Giving to the kid the opportunity to have finally the perfect night all by himself, uh, but little he know, he, little he knows about uh, the things that might lurk uh, either inside the closet or under the bed. I'll stop here so to let you the time.
0: Okay,
1: finally Alfonso has a chance for the perfect night for himself, but little is he aware that he might of what might lurk in the closet or under the bed.
2: Under
0: the
2: bed, Wait a sec Has he? As he would, as he? As he would, as he wouldn't care any less as long as he. As it doesn't buffer, is a well-deserved, uh, cause, relaxing night. Uh, all acting, all grown up. Uh, although this might bite him ba- in the back. Uh, mm,
3: uh, I don't know how to interpret a better that. Better choice
2: over. I think. Mm. Let me retry. But a kid. okay. But a kid like Alfonso wouldn't care any less, Uh, what's important is just to have lots of fun, uh, even though that will come with a price. Closing line. La- the closing line is a perfect chance of rhyming. Can
0: I proceed? Uh, give me one second. Okay, okay.
1: Okay, this is where where I got so far. But a kid like Alfonso could care less, right? He's a big kid now, and those stories don't scare him anymore. Or do
2: they? Well, that sounds way better. <laughs> was that a
1: simple tree branch tapping on the window? Or was that just some animals in the wood
2: making that sound? yeah we could add, add this part uh, and i have a, a, a nice a closing line uh, which is uh, <clears throat> will it will it truly enjoys is a uh, cozy night uh, or will his parents uh, came back uh, to a bloody surprise a bloody sight uh, because
0: it almost rhymes <laughs>
2: Never going to drink a Ray Energy Drink anymore. It tastes like coffee.
0: Rain. Hmm? Um, you said you're never
1: going to drink Rain anymore.
2: No X Ray Energy Drink. Uh, I thought it was a neat brand. Instead, it just tastes like coffee.
1: Okay, how about this? Will Alfonso enjoy his cozy night? Or will his parents return home to a fearful sight?
2: Huh, not bad. Yeah, that would work better.
0: Hmm.
1: So those that are, those of you that are listening or watching, or well watching, the first paragraph was what I came up with, and then the second one was what I interpreted from Feds.
2: Yeah, because it's almost like uh, I speak alien language.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a full Feds attempt. As the day turns into a seemingly typical night for young Alfonso, fate decides to make it anything but ordinary when his parents decide to go out for the night. Finally, Alfonso has a chance for the perfect night for himself, but little is he aware of what might lurk in the closet or under the bed. But a kid like Alfonso could care less, right? He's a big kid now, and those stories don't scare him anymore. Or do they? Was that a simple tree branch tapping on the window? Or... some animals in the woods making that sound?
0: Will Alfonso enjoy his cozy night? Or will his parents return home to a fearful sight? So
2: I think you should you should read again uh, your version also because uh, a bit of time has passed.
1: Yeah so To remind you of what I wrote. Do you really know what happens outside your door when the sun goes down? Does a child know? To them, the outside world becomes a scary place as soon as the lights go out. Is it truly a monster in the closet under the bed? Or is the world the closet full of these fear-inducing creatures? Will Alfonso have the courage to face these fears, or will tomorrow's sun never rise again? so i'm going to post this to twitter
2: so that we will see the the poll results tomorrow yes this is going to be fun although i really hope it's deep, the the charter limits allow it allows it
0: I add. I can't add an image.
2: That's also a valid uh, solution.
0: Wrote these little prologues as a challenge on stellar clocks with. Which one the story is called? Not so. Alone is a horror theme. Which one, or I should say, whose prologue makes Want to read
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, burn him sneeze. (laughs) Read it more.
0: Then I'm going to go here, grabbing some of my tags. I'm going to add a tweet to this, add a poll, riz attempt, and then isons attempt. I'm going to set this for one day. Why isn't it not letting me... Tweet it? Discard. Tweet. was his attempt. Is it not allowing me to do a poll?
2: It doesn't allow polls if you use images. You should make a a first tweet for the poll, and then the tweets featuring the images.
0: All right, we have them up. Go ahead and
1: okay. So, that's enough of that.
2: Let's go on to our topic. Are you ready? To our what?
1: Our main topic. Oh, okay. Which is um favorites from the w- written world, which means authors, books, your favorite themes, your favorite... Hmm. Like, do you... I've
2: ever... I actually have only two favorite uh, novels. Uh, while <coughs> I also have I have a graphic novel series uh, that has been my favorite. Uh, well, a, fa- a pair of them, uh, a pair of both uh, types. Uh. Starting on the novel side, uh, one of my my one time one no one time my number one favorite one uh, is the non-existent night uh, from Italo Calvino which is uh, the story of uh, this uh, animate of this uh, living armor without uh, someone inside. Uh, like, it's only the armor that is animated, uh, named Agilulfo. The name is very long, I don't remember that fully. And uh, it was actually, it was like semi-historic, uh, but uh, also a bit uh, with some uh, fantasy tones, uh, because like uh, there was, a... oh god, it's been a it's been a long time since the last time I read it. Uh, I do remember it uh, on um, like uh, some key moments, uh, like the overall plot of uh, Rambald have avenging his father during the war, the war. Only to feel empty because uh, he didn't actually kill the, the one, the person, the, the the general that killed his father. But uh, it uh, was killed. It 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 was it died because of uh, because of unfortunate uh, situation, as in uh, the glasses broke uh, during the war, and uh, he accidentally fall down uh, a cliff. Uh, only for Rombaldo Rambal- to fall in love uh, with uh, a knight uh, called the brother Mountain. in the meantime agilufo had uh, to prove uh, to have saved a princess named sophronia by going to the middle east uh, literally walking under the water to the point that uh, some people of uh, of uh, the middle east uh, thought it was uh, a lob- uh, lob- um, lobster man <laughs> while the while well, the man who accused Adjiluf to never save the, his, uh, what was presumed to be his mother, that we later learn is his sister and not a mother, he's uh, searching for his father, which is believed to be part uh, of the Valala Knights. The story ends with that thinking that, uh, thinking that, that uh, he never saved the princess because uh, if still, he believed that Sophronia was uh, Torismondo's uh, ma- mother instead of sister and uh, because the will uh, chose uh, to exist, uh, the armor no more was animated and was passed down to Rambaldo. Who, uh, to Rambaldo. Yeah, it's a bit confused, uh, it's been uh, like a bit years, I haven't read it. Uh, Then there was uh, human by Tommaso Persivale, which is like, uh, if, kind of reminded me a bit of Ghost in the Shell, but uh, it was uh, weird. As in, uh, like, we have this girl named Charlotte, who never was a police officer, the moment she gets drafted into the police command, with a few bizarre individuals uh, who are experts uh, on who are expert on their fields uh, she accidentally fries the brain of one of uh, of her workers and she sent uh, to work on the archives uh, and somehow she manages to discover that uh, among the forces there is a traitor who in the end uh, doesn't even die still lives uh, and uh, the 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 ending is still open it's a very open for a sequel that never came yeah
3: <clears throat> well,
2: on the graphic novel side there's a Persepolis which is a biography a biography I don't remember I don't remember the woman's name but uh, it was about it it was about um I don't remember it's been years, so. and of course, then there's Scott
1: Pilgrim. Eh? Yeah, that sound yeah. actually pretty interesting. Um, growing up, I was very into war, like World War Two era stories. Um, like one of my favorite stories is of this. The author wrote two of my favorite um Code of Honor book Alan Grants um they also wrote Prisoner B3087 which takes takes a um first person account of a Holocaust survivor and it's one of my favorite books. I, I like reading stories about that um, era. Like, some of my favorite games are of that era. Like, my I love Call of Duty World at War. Um, I love...
2: Uh, I'm actually not a big fan of, uh, let's just say, old-timey stories. Uh, I mean, I love vintage stuff, uh, but I... Mostly, I'm um, more toward uh, either fantasy or futuristic. Settings. I like, I like uh...
1: fantasy as well. Um, the thickest fact... book that I remember reading is something called Dragon Rider.
2: Dragon Rider?
1: It's about this kid who ends up stumbling upon a dragon. They become friends and then they get dragged across the world about. To collapse or be invaded by an evil dragon conqueror. Oh, I think I think it was an an abused um, orphan kid. So he kind of got whisked away by the dragon, and it's like a thousand pages. It it oh, it's sh- a thick book.
2: <laughs> almost, uh, almost uh, looking like. Uh... That one draft I made the twelve cha- twelve volumes long draft I made.
1: <laughs> See, when it comes, there's is one book that I remember reading. It's kind of a mix between a novel and a graphic uh graphic novel, because there were some like um like comic strip pages on there.
2: Ooh, um, that was actually that was actually one of the original plans for my series. <laughs> Um, did it, it was supposed it was supposed to be this type of hybrid uh, before, I think, for comics. <laughs> it was a.
1: Uh, it's called um, the Zodiac Legacy, and it was written by Marvel. Um, basically, these kids go to a go to China for a field trip, and they are in a museum, and the museum has is a front for. Originally, it was supposed to be a trap for the kids, because apparently each kid had a power of the Zodiac. The main character was the tiger.
2: And basically
1: they form this tiny little kind of Zodiac Avengers and they come to terms with each other. Like, there's a lot of arguing between them. There's a lot of, like, stereotypical kid behavior like they're um there's the snooty kid there's the the and then they they all eventually learn to coexist for the fate of the world
2: classic
1: but it's a really good novel written by stan lee
2: well of course uh, if it's but from the man himself uh...
1: of course stan lee is a legend i i burst into tears the day that he passed because a lot of my writing a lot of my writing was inspired by Stanley I think the largest novel that I wrote was 14 chapters 81
0: pages on google docs Um, it was called demise of tomorrow
2: Oh, yeah, I think you showed you showed it once, yeah,
1: and that was the first time I ever did something risque because I added a little love scene in it. <laughs> it was a shower love scene <laughs> but yeah it was it was honestly really interesting It was about um surviving a nuclear winter apocalypse
2: god you have no idea oh i'm trying oh i oh much i want to play for lot now <laughs>
1: i i i wrote a lot minus the the background uh, origin story of um my earliest oc that I ever, i've ever ever made um my stories take place in a lot of like Very grundled or like dystopian societies, or like very dark themes. Like, uh, Game of Fate is one that I I started writing, and I remember at the time I was very into divergent,
0: um. Oh,
2: I Mad Max, that
1: uh, Maze Runner, All and so
2: I've heard. i about, but never interested to see. <laughs>
1: I highly recommend Maze Maze Runner. I loved Maze Runner. And, um, basically, the idea for that story was: what if I took those three books, threw them in a blender? And made something original of it. I said it's it's not a reimagining. It's just a an original story based on all three components or all three inspirations. And honestly, well, and it was my first time written writing with a female main character.
2: Well, if I want to talk about. Uh one might say instead when uh, what inspired mine uh, well the first story that was uh, alfredo the knight's chronicles (laughs) let's just say there was a game i was uh, liking at the time that was legend of dragoons uh, and uh, i i was also uh, in my naruto phase at the time Like uh, you did with uh, those three novels, I put uh, Legend of Dragoon and Naruto into a blender. And uh, it came uh, the first uh, story of uh, my main character, Alfredo, that, uh, as I said, was 12 volumes long, uh, around 1,000 pages total.
1: I remember another story that I, I read. I don't remember the title of it. But it inspired another story of mine called Hacked. Um, Hacked. Basically, these people... It's kind of like Sword Art Online where they get... They're trying to investigate a series of murders using a VR game. Like a uh, criminal. Because basically these people were injecting people in the game. And it caused them to die basically it hacked their source code and it basically because they were in this kind of i i want to the closest thing that i can think of is like a vampire's coffin they laid in it it gave them sustenance while they were in the game Like if yeah, they a if pod.
2: they you mean you mean a pod
1: yeah they were in a pod
2: Inside.
1: and Basically, if they ate something in the game, the game, the pod would give them sustenance and stuff like that. And they were using this game to try and track down this criminal ring, and it was very futuristic. I took that and decided, hey, what if someone decided to create a ch- computer chip that was implanted or implanted into your brain, and it gave you like a holographic interface in your eyes? So you're able to use your eyes, like, it creates this holographic computer interface. Huh. And the story is that the creator of that decided, or the main goal was to, once enough people got the chip, they would hack it with a sub-program that was meant to take over their body. Which part of that was also, part of that was also inspired by the cranks of Maze Runner. The uh, Maze Runner. There's this virus that basically infects people and makes them basically unempathetic or sympathetic psychopath killers. Like they just kill for no reason. Oh. And. That's a
2: bit- no, that makes me more curious about the Maze Runner
1: now. But the people in... Hacked, they basically... It malfunctions, the program, and it literally just turns them into mindless killers. Um. And... Like, the main character, he doesn't do it, because he doesn't see the reason for it but his girlfriend gets it and ends up killing his mother but he in some way he's able to basically disconnect that that connection to the thing which fries it but also ends up paralyzing his girlfriend so he's him and his girlfriend are trying to not only stop the creator of this or the
2: but also to bring back uh
1: yeah, so, he's going around. I ended up having to stop writing that, because I started seeing some stuff in the media about um some things that were looking like my story. I got scared. I, I got scared of you,
2: writing it. You got scared because... Uh, you... Because of the fact that uh, something similar was happening, or because uh, mm-hmm. you were afraid that uh, of being accused of copying?
1: No, it wasn't another story. It was a, it was a it was
2: an actual fact. It was an actual thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. There was this guy.
1: Um, he was interviewed on sixty seconds, and he basically developed a thing that went into your ear and it went along the your jaw it had a microphone and he, and it said um you can say something like how how many, how many what is say Italy's population and it would transmit it into your ear or like into your brain what the answer is and it this is no joke what I saw it, I was like, uh, I'm gonna stop writing this because I am scared of this.
2: You were predicting the future.
1: Like, I, it was some, like, IT college student too. It, it scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs>
2: like, well, sometimes it happens for us writer to come out up- with something in a story only for either it becoming you, like you write something you and you ended up having anticipated something that will become mainstream in the future or that will happen in the real life somehow sometimes it happens something like that
1: <laughs> yeah because i see i see that eventually turning into a computer chip and people are getting aug- augmented with it I, I see that happening, now that, that I saw that. With, it's like I didn't just quit it because I was like, oh my god, this is a scary story. I quit it because I saw something that terrified me, and I was like, I am predicting the future.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club.
1: But yeah, it was very interesting seeing that, and I was like... Okay, I quickly hit the escape button. I was like, um, no, I'm backing out. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you, you like fantasy themes. I do too. I um one of my favorite graphic novels. I wish I could reread it without seeming weird because it's like when you look back at video or like books, like I, my best friend, um, my childhood friend, He was majorly into the Warrior Cats series.
2: Well, depends the kind of fantasy. Because I like uh, those kind of fantasies, kind of like a Final Fantasy. Which is like a fantasy, but with something like sci-fi. Another touch of... Like uh, not the classic medieval one, uh, like uh, something more elaborate.
1: See, another thing that I was a fan of was um, Bionicle. I, re- I remember the Bionicle uh, oh, graphic Bionicle, novels.
2: Bionicle you? There were graphic novels. I only know about the toys.
1: Yeah, there were there the were.
2: Movie.
0: I also remember seeing,
1: there was a Marvel one, a comic that I remember, they were fighting AIM. It was uh, Spider-Man and uh, Captain America, actually. I don't remember which one it was, but I do remember. My favorite comic like Marvel comic, is the Secret Wars um, zombies. Marvel zombies.
2: Uh, My friend Mephisto talked to me about that one.
1: Or it's a tie between that and um, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. (laughs)
2: The,
1: The fact that in the story they decided to make it to where he jumps from the page and kills the writers...
2: Actually, the concept, this level of fourth wall breaking was once uh, planned in, into my series as well because uh, the, uh, it's something I always love, the breaking of the fourth wall to these yeah, levels. With, with the fact
1: that he jumps out, kills the writers, and then at the very end, he's like, I'm coming for you too, reader. Because, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. You're reading this. You're part of the Marvel Universe.
2: Actually, a concept I have learned recently was the fact that uh, there is there exists, actually, the concept of Omniverse, uh, which is like a collection of, uh, not of every single universe of an IP and multiverse of an IP. Like, uh, the Omniverse has uh, the real universe, our, our real world, uh, every every creation even even unfinished stories and even fun content and this concept of the omniverse is what excuses most of the crossovers existing like there's the the DC multiverse the Marvel multiverse there hacker there could be also the kaiju multiverse like the Omniverse uh, makes it uh, canon everything, even currently, if, we, if I have to mention, even uh, current uh, VTuber lore are canon for the Omniverse.
1: So, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever indulged in fanfiction?
2: Fanfiction?
1: Mm-hmm. Whether it's reading or writing. And I'm not, I'm not never saying this.
2: I'm not saying this as a question read, to. Never, um, never read. I actually made a fan fiction.
1: I'm not. I'm not saying this question as a means to be like you fan fiction because I've done fan fiction as well. Murasaki, um, stated many times that she does fan fiction and she wants to write more. Um.
2: So when I was kid, when I was kid, one of my first during middle school, one of my first OC ever was uh, this guy called uh, Masato Izuki, which basically his story was a crossing over every game or cartoon I watched at the time, uh, like uh, as a part of immersion. And so I, I made the fanfiction on the go of uh, putting this just kind of uh, Gary 2 inside of everything I used to play then a more elaborate fan fiction was the one mentioned by wort earlier that the stuff uh, because it started as an animation a fan animation then it evolved into a mod and then into a full uh, fan game hmm. and uh, there was uh, there has been a, a attempt to actually to write a Steven Universe fan fiction based on things uh, that I don't remember it was maybe a brown jasper I don't remember that was uh, anyway canceled midway anyway
1: i want to make a nexus fan game like um
2: could you make a game
1: yeah um called or i want to do it kind of like um like a vtuber simulator um
2: visual novel.
1: No. I want it to be like an 8-bit
0: um, RPG
1: um, yeah. where it goes through the life of a VTuber. And one of the things I want to do is have it to where you have to watch out for, for like a burnout meter. So you have to take care of your character. Like, you have to take care of their entertainment needs. Like, there's gonna be little mini-games in it. Hmm. And then you do, like, your streaming stuff. Kind of like, um, have you ever played PewDiePie's um, YouTube simulator?
2: Ah, Sophie akin to that thing, to that one.
1: Yes, but instead of just content creating, making money, upgrading your stuff, you also have to take care of your characters, like the burnout meter, happiness meter. Um and stuff like that, like would that wouldn't that be an interesting game?
2: Kind of, yeah.
1: Because it it's part of it. Sure, is already existing in the media, but like you go in, you create your OC, right? Exactly. You start streaming. You get a small streamer setup. You build your streamer setup up, but you also have to balance work. You also have to balance your needs.
2: Exactly.
0: like I haven't seen games like that,
1: which I feel like that would be an interesting one. And then we can have like small little cameos of all the Nexus members.
2: That'll make things more interesting.
1: I am going to write that down because I, if I can learn how to make a video game. Um but yeah, that was probably the earliest memory I have of doing something like
0: that um with writing um What was the question that
1: I asked um fan fiction um see the only f- I've had two instances of fan fiction. Um, one of them was with a previous relationship from high school. We were massive, massive writers in, well, not well known, but like we were majorly, majorly involved on um, Wattpad.
2: Oh, I heard about that.
1: And, um, she created a, a story.
2: We were, We were like, why
1: don't we? she created a self-insert story? And
2: Classica.
1: and I was like, hey, what if I created a self-insert story and then we did fanfiction of each other's characters <laughs> to show our love for each other?
2: <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it's a little bit cringy. So my self-insert was Destiny. I did a, my own Destiny um self-insert.
2: A destiny self insert called Destiny.
1: No, it was um Titan Tales. Ah, uh... or Tales of a Titan.
2: That's what I did.
1: Uh, my my self insert was an awoken. Um.
0: An awoken, Titan. That was um trying to rise the rank of. Uh to
1: join the vanguard. <clears throat> like honestly, I didn't I don't have it on Wattpad anymore because I deleted it after we broke up because I, I was like no, I'm not I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, yeah, get
2: rid of uh, painful memories.
1: Yeah. But um one of the things that I didn't I re- I I remember doing this where I had Zavala get killed during a raid.
2: Well, look at the timing.
1: This was like five years ago. Yeah, I I didn't anticipate you predict, that. You predict
2: again the future.
1: Yeah. Well, there's two things about there. A, a Vanguard dying, which was Cade, eventually became Cade, yeah. rest in peace, sad. Yeah. And then, what was it, this year? Was it this year that his voice actor passed away?
2: And oh, Zavala's voice actor passed away.
1: Was it this year? Yeah. yeah, it was this year.
2: Like I was in I, That
1: that completely caught me off guard.
2: Yeah, especially since the last lines were in the last week's uh, content of this last of this season. Now I really am curious what they will pull to get Zavala out of the picture, since we haven't seen him in the final shape trailer. I think they plan to get rid of him.
1: Just the fact that Lance Riddick was playing Destiny 2 the night before he passed.
2: It's art wrenching, I know.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyways. Um
1: What are some of your least favorite themes when it comes to writing? Or let me see say this. What is one of your pet peeves when it comes to writing hmm. mine even though i've done this before my biggest one is at the very end basically be like and then he woke up
2: ah uh, they've dream. dreamed it's the end it's all it was a dream all along thing see and, uh, i only did this sucks, uh...
1: i did this in demise of tomorrow i'm Always wanted to be like, yeah, I'm. A, I'm proud of demise of tomorrow. When I had it uh, on Wattpad very early on, before I finished it, it was ranked one of the um thing. One of the the like the tags was um apocalypse. It was ranked number eight out of two thousand
0: for apocalypse on Wattpad
1: at one point. Like, that to me just blew my mind. And it was...
0: The whole story took place
1: while the main character was in a coma. It wasn't a dream. It was literally a... a, uh, Basically a telling of him uh, imagining the apocalypse as his recovery into waking up
2: well it's not so different anyway
1: and his I... his brain um used people in his real
0: life as characters
2: yeah a classic... Uh, it's a bit of a classic
1: uh... <laughs> i kind of pu- i kind of pulled a shark boy and lava girl in it the main character in the thing uh, the main enemy was the principal of his school.
2: The 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 old part was toward the end that uh, there was both the principal and there was. It's no wait. It wasn't even the principal. No, it was it his was teacher. teacher. It was the teacher, and at the end, George Lopez.
1: You made me the bad was... guy. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> uh, no, let's remember the most memorable. Th- the most memorable part. Uh, Journal, I did not. Mr. Uh, signed him to the principal office and had
0: <laughs> Just
1: the fact of you made me the bad guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that 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 was the whole funny part of it. I remember I watched it in three D. I had the three D glasses.
2: Oh yeah, when there was there was the ooh, ooh, 3D Vaganza. Everything was 3D, even Sly Free, they gave you the game with 3D glasses.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. I don't know, I don't understand this 4D shit. Remember that s- small part of 4D like the time that they were making things 4D. I remember they did um what was the movie? Spy Kids. Um Spy Kids don't 4. You- They did 4D for it, and it was, like, weird, because they they had this little system in your hand that would, um, whenever something that you could either smell or taste came up, it would, like, produce the fumes of that item.
2: That was weird.
1: Yeah, it was super weird. Like, I don't understand it. Like, that was a legitimate thing that was going on in like early two thousand or late two thousands, early twenty tens.
2: Anyway, you mentioned pet peeves. Uh hmm Mine is uh, breakup or end of friendship over misunderstanding. If uh, there's something more frustrating, uh, is, when, uh, is when the author decided to make the charters uh, unable to properly explain things between themselves.
1: Um, here's another pet peeve of mine. Killing off extremely well-liked characters because of how well-liked they are.
2: That's evil. That's evil.
1: Like I don't remember which one I read but it was one story I, it could have been the X's but because they t- out of spite because I told them how much I liked this character they killed him off
3: <laughs>
1: Like I was like no I have the perfect face for this Hold on hold on let me let me pull this up
0: Did I not have my emotions set? Oh no, I didn't. There we go. I was like. Hold on, let me find it. Why are you gonna do that, man? Why are you gonna do that? I like that character. Oh, oh, I was more so like this when it happened.
1: I know you can't see me. <laughs> but yeah, that, that. I feel like it was um, a. <laughs>
0: Another pet team is
1: doing at the end. And then they all died. Oh. As a way as, as a way to end a series. Um, I remember what what was it? My sister my sister is my co-writer, that anime. Um the where the sister is the super young, like, NSFW artist.
3: hmm
1: And the brother is the artist, or, um, writer. And the writer, uh, the brother, apparently had the super mega popular web series. Where, that's where he, what he did. He ended up killing off all the characters. <laughs> And that, that's where he ended up with writer's block, because he killed off all the characters. <laughs> like, me, as... I'm not going to proclaim myself to be the best writer, because I know I'm not. But for me to see that, I was like, dude, you already... As a main character, you already lost my respect. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: have another pet peeve?
2: Mm, let's see
0: another pet peeve. Oh, mm. here's one where they immediately start with a flashback. Ah, hm. I want to know the character as they are,
1: and then eventually you should you should show it as like, later on in the story, to show character growth. That's how I I believe.
2: Hmm. My pet peeve, another pet peeve is, uh, villains for the sake of of being evil.
1: Evil for the um, sake of being evil?
2: Yeah, like, um, like, uh, without any real motivation like a flat as a cutting board. So, is it safe worse. to say
1: is it safe to say that you don't like the Joker?
2: Kind of. Most the only thing I might like of the Joker is only the charisma.
1: Yeah,
0: because he's simply for the sake of being able cuz he thinks it's a game with Batman.
2: Despite well, Mostly depends also the context, anyway. Because the Joker works bad, works works uh, in something like Batman. But there are stories like uh, the the classic, uh, the evil CEO that uh, I want to do this because I'm the evil CEO. <laughs> I'm the
1: boss of you, I get to do this.
2: Yeah, as long as it's the Joker, because it has its own team, uh, it's okay, but if uh, the chapter is a flat, uh, like those you find in those kids movie of, or like uh, the, the evil boss, or even uh, the evil, whatever, ordinary person, evil, ordinary person uh, that is evil just for the sake of being evil, nah.
1: Yeah. Because a lot of these stories, sometimes they give a chapter um, into the life of the antagonist. As to why, or at least if they, re- uh, if it's like a manga or a book, like a graphic novel, if sometimes they do a little chapter, or sometimes a whole manga, um, about the
2: antagonist. Sir.
1: Yeah, as to why he got into that way, like I know, um, like it's a, a massive thing with um, superhero companies like Marvel and DC they have whole st- background stories and stuff like that for the characters. Like Joker was originally just a scientist and he fell into a massive pat that of something uh, which it would eventually cook cook. which it eventually went cuckoo crazy. Yeah, because it was eventually what turned it was it eventually became his neurotoxin.
2: Well there's also there was also Clayface that was an actor that uh... Needed to find uh, to find a cure, and ended up uh, and uh, unfo- because uh, of his face, uh, he was uh, losing his charm. And uh, once uh, the this compound was made, uh, a group uh, a group of uh, hooligans uh, threw him inside uh, the pool of these clay thin clay thing, uh, and he became that monster. Mm-hmm. Another thing. This is more so directed at. Anime or manga
1: I don't like a lot like even as a recently rebranded YouTuber and someone who consumes YouTuber content and stuff like that um I don't like it when they over sexualize like me personally I don't like the overly perverted characters
2: overly perverted you mean uh, class you mean like uh, Master Roshi
1: no I'm, I'm I'm thinking you're talking Dragon Ball which I've never watched Dragon Ball um I'm more so thinking like um I love High School DxD mostly because mm. of the fact that it brings all these myth I mythologies in it cause that's something that I like I like Greek mythology I like I like the idea of the war between mythologies.
0: However,
1: I don't like that the main character is a literal and his friends. I guess it's more so the more gentleman nature of me, because I don't like pushing boundaries and stuff like that. Like, even as a loot like. <laughs> Um, the the thing that i did with valen when he commented on me the, the post i made about becoming a Lutuber i thought i scared valen because <laughs> he went silent turns out he just took a nap after his stream but it, like oh. he went silent and i was like did i just scare valen <laughs> that's where in the in the nexus chat where i did the Hey, if I'm ever overstepping a boundary or if I make you uncomfortable, just tell me and I will back off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 so like the whole idea of the harem king.
2: Mm-hmm. harem, and, or like, have you seen High School DxD? Not.
1: If you can get around the fact of the main character's pervertedness and the fan survey, which um in the fourth season they started highly censoring it.
3: <laughs>
1: um which honestly I'm 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 on, on I have my own, whole other issue with that season. Um basically they completely retconned everything that they did in the prior season. <laughs>
0: uh, and
1: basically, in, in, at the end of the third season, they're trying to save Asya, which is the nun turned devil, because she she was killed for her sacred gear by the group that she was in. She was killed by the saints for her sacred gear, which her sacred gear was um, her healing rates. like, she was able to heal, like, physically, and she, it's kind of hard to say, um,
0: her first run-in with the, uh, I, is it Issei? No, Issei is, Hold on, now I have to research,
1: Issei is from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Main character of high school
0: DXD. Oh, oh it is Issei. Issei Hayodou. Hayodou. But,
1: it's like um basically, his um sacred gear is the dragon booster he is a he contains the soul of the red emperor dragon and at the very end because he thought that um the kidnapper of Asya killed her because he got confronted, he basically gets so enveloped in rage that he the the spirit of the dragon consumed him he became this incredibly monstrous dragon and hell-bent on destroying everything and originally it was them singing to him and trying to rejog his memory that he became normal at the start of fourth season this is where they retconned it, saying that it was because Rias Grummery showed him her booba, and it caused him to calm down. <clears throat> <laughs> That's not all- I don't like it when they retcon. Especially when they ch- when it changes the whole feel or atmosphere of it, because it was such more chaotic when they first did it, but then it, they made it stupid. Like, hey, yeah, I just flashed a dude. I showed I showed I showed him my big my big um, bazongas, and then he was like, came back as the perverted harem king. But yeah, the, the whole fact of the perverted character, like the first time that they he see or meets Assia, she is depicted as the klutz. Like she fell down with her briefcase, her briefcase spills out, her underwear is everywhere, and the first line that you see from her or him is, "Blonde and busty makes me lusty." <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that character, that type of character.
0: So, I'm... Um, uh... Yeah, that I don't, I'm not a big fan of that type of character. Um... Let's see if we can wrap this up with one more pet peeve from each.
2: Another the
0: pet peeve... Hmm. Let's see, I'm racking my brain to see if I can find this. Um.
2: When, an, when a, an, an antagonist is introduced out of the blue without any anticipation, only just to drag the story even longer. Oh, yeah, like the filler antagonist. Yeah. Like the one with build-up, uh, those that were just made on the spot. Yeah. And somehow they, they retcon the story just to say that they were there the whole time.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That also ties in with the retcon thing. I do agree with you. Um, one of them that I have is, again... Um, targeted at manga versus anime. Um, one of my my most favorite series is the Full Metal Alchemist series.
2: Is it because oh I get it? What's your pet peeve? Is because uh, adding so much anime manga.
1: No, see the thing is they tried to produce the manga and the anime side by side, but when.
2: The problem is that led to the manga, to the manga, to the anime to get uh, to the filler because uh, they it weren't able. Catch... Yeah, they, they, they... would able to stay to stay at the same uh, pace uh, of the manga. The problem is that this ends up with uh, the with taking a, a completely different route by the, from the manga,
1: which they did. They did um, correct this by re releasing after the fact that the manga concluded.
2: With Brotherhood.
1: mm mm-hmm. Which was a... Religiously close. Because they didn't have to worry about, Oh, I'm just... um We're not caught up. So add filler here. Add filler here. Uh, like a, that. Similar
2: thing, a similar thing happened with Soul Eater. Where at one point... Uh, I remember the, that. At one point, the anime became completely changed everything. Uh, because uh, the manga... Was yet to recover, and uh, the ending was totally different. The entire an entire arc uh, was totally different uh, to end the series. Yes. Then, then there are then there are there are things like uh, Dimension W that uh, was faithful, but uh, because uh, the it didn't do well, uh, never made. new season, even though the the manga went on and finished.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, so, with that said, we're going to wrap things up here. I'm going to give you a moment to promote anything you wish. Um, the red carpet and spotlight is all yours, Feds. Promote what? Your stream,
2: your socials, any projects that you're working on. So, well, of course, uh, if, you, if, you enjoy, if you love all uh, the PS2 games uh, or of a uh, previous generation uh, to check home and check by my channel uh, for, some, uh, for some nostalgia streams, uh, although sometimes I do the multiplayer Wednesday where I play also some uh, current sci-fi titles such as Overwatch, Destiny and, and Apex Legends. Uh. Uh, or League of Legends with friends, uh, C of and things like that, uh, like party grain game games in the end, uh, just uh, to have some fun with friends as well. Then uh, don't forget to check out my comic, my graphic novel Tales from the Golden Garden uh, on Tapas and Webtoon, uh, even though I am releasing uh, the links uh, daily on my Twitter. And of course, to join the Discord server where I aid uh, to, cr- to help the community to grow and meet each other and befriend each other. That is all.
1: Yep, and you can find this here. Shout out. Thank you. You can find their um, Twitch there. Their um, links will be on my Twitter as well, um, being tagged. And you can also find them in the Nexus Discord server. Where if you wish to hang out with me, Feds, or any other other Nexus members, you are more than welcome to join. And also go ahead and check out my Twitter. And if you liked this episode, go ahead and leave a follow Um, Because I'm going to be doing these a lot more um, frequently. As well as I have some really, really cool members or guests planned for future episodes. So, if you guys like to see that, go ahead and check them out. And um, I'm going to be, if you want to wait to interact with me and um, off stream, the best places to do that is the next... Uh, Nexus Discord, and my Twitter. As for this podcast, this is streamed live on Twitch. Um, but you can also find it anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Including a whole bunch of others, because we are hosted by ACAST, so they post us everywhere. So, with that said, I hope you guys have a stellar rest of your day, night, time zone. And I will see you guys
2: all later.
1: Bye bye.
2: Ciao. Arrivederci.
1: <laughs> um, real quick,
2: I do have to find someone to raid.
0: Let's see here. I have three people streaming. Oh, Sheva.